You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey. Are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers, no judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. This is podcast number 128, and I am diving deep into the visibility rule. Uh, I will get into that here in just a minute, but before I do, I want to introduce you to our sponsor for today's podcast, who is PrepDish.com. Today, I'm talking about the ins and outs of the visibility rule, which ultimately boils down to prioritizing. If you would put making healthy meals on your list of priorities, but that doesn't end up actually happening, try out Prep Dish, who just happens to be sponsoring this episode. Like I said, Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. They plan the healthy meals, and every week they send you a shopping list, a plan for prepping those meals ahead of time. That's the key right there, the chopping, the marinades, etc., and each night's instruction for actually cooking the meals on the night that you eat them. For a lot of people like me, that prepping ahead thing is the difference between wanting healthy meals to be a priority and actually making healthy meals a priority. I'm not talking very well. Hopefully that will get better throughout the podcast. Allison, the founder, is offering listeners of A Slob Comes Clean a free two-week trial so you can try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean, all lowercase, to access this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay. So, um, like I said, I'm talking about the visibility role, but before I do that too, I want to make sure that you know about my book. <laughs> I talk about it every week, but that's because it's important. Um, so I'm going to read you a review off of Amazon. My book is called how to manage your home without losing your mind. It was released in November of last year. And I am now at 209 reviews. So um, if you're not sure if it's for you, go over there and read it. There's also a lot of reviews on audible.com where it's also available. Um, Okay, so this one says, After struggling for years for a clean, presentable house and reading numerous decluttering and cleaning books, after having a professional organizer redo my home, I come across this simple book that gets me. I can follow these suggestions. I am and the house looks so much better, and I feel great. So um, simple is like a huge compliment to me. So thank you for that review. If you have read it, I would love it if you leave a review um, wherever you purchased it. Okay, 
So we're talking about the visibility rule, and I'm specifically answering a question that one of you left on my Facebook page. And I, um, it was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I totally want to answer this, but I was on my phone. And so I thought, I don't really want to type out this answer because it's actually kind of in-depth and complicated, really. Um, not really, but anyway. Uh, and then when I was thinking, oh, I need to get back to my real computer so I can type it, I thought, no, I'll just do a podcast. So here we go. Um, the question is, I remind myself of the visibility rule daily, but I've always wondered, do you mean visibility from a guest, family, or self point of view? If someone is coming in the front door, I'll always focus on what they see, but I rarely have visitors. There are hidden problems that drive me nuts, but no one else in my family sees them. I've been focusing on laundry room and garage for three days, and I'm so uplifted by my progress, but my kids' rooms are littered with toys and dirty laundry. Okay, I get this. I totally, completely get this question. So we're talking about the visibility rule. And let me explain that for any of you who are new. The visibility rule is a rule that I made up. That's kind of the difference between what was my crazy house versus the homes of people whose houses were never crazy. Okay. And that is, I had to learn and I have to remind myself consistently to prioritize according to visibility. So whatever it is that I'm going to work on, I have to prioritize according to visibility, meaning I have to start with the things that are visible, things that are seen. Okay. So for example, I always give the example of the back of the master bedroom closet, but even different than that, if I'm in my kitchen and my kitchen is a total disaster, and the counters are covered with random pieces of mail and pot holders and um, dishes and just all different kinds of things have just randomly be, been set on them because that is my natural tendency. A flat surface is going to end up covered in stuff. That's just my reality. Okay. So if that has happened, but instead I focus on the junk drawer that never gets, gets opened, then the visibility rule, I have broken that. And and here's the problem with breaking the visibility rule by not prioritizing according to visibility is then someone else walks in or I have that eye opening moment that happens to me on a rare occasion, um, to cure my slob vision all of a sudden, or the doorbell does ring or whatever. And it ends up, you know, and then all of a sudden I feel like I've worked and worked and worked in my kitchen, but then I have nothing to show for it because nobody ever looks inside the junk drawer except on a random occasion, maybe once a week where the first thing anyone sees. And even I see, even though I don't register it, I see that as well. Okay. Those surfaces, even if it's not registering for me, I see those surfaces in my subconscious or whatever, and they're messy. And then I have that kind of pressure on my shoulders of my house is messy. And that frustrates me and keeps me from continuing because here's the other thing. And this is one of the biggest parts of the answer to this question. Okay. The visibility rule is about prioritizing, which means it's not about only doing one thing. Okay. The reason I prioritize by visibility comes down to this. If I start on a space that is not visible 
even though, yes, it drives me crazy. Yes. Those, those junk drawers, when I do have to open them, oh my word, they make me want to just go, yes, those drive me crazy. But if I don't prioritize by visibility and I do the junk drawer, when I do the junk drawer, I'm done. I've used up my energy and the energy is gone. And I don't have that moment of walking through and going, that looks good. When I prioritize by visibility, I see it. And when I see it consistently, like I see it as I walk through the kitchen or whatever, that triggers something in my mind of remembering that number one, that I decluttered. If I declutter the junk drawer, once it's closed, I forget what I've done, except that I know that I've spent a bunch of energy and have nothing to show for it. Okay. But if I declutter the visible surfaces, when I walk through, I go, Oh, that looks so good. Oh, that looks so good. Okay. And even though I didn't see it, I'm doing hand quotes or finger quotes here, whatever air quotes, that's what they're called. I'm even though I didn't technically see it before because of my slob vision, once it's cleared, I do see it. It's strange how that works. And once it's cleared and I see it, it inspires me and gives me energy to keep going. And that is ultimately what the visibility rule is about. It's not necessarily about do this or that. It's about starting with something, prioritizing something that is going to give me back more energy than I had when I started. Okay. And, um, because that's the hardest part is getting started, right? So if I'm going to get started and I start with what's visible, then it's like that is this, it perpetuates my energy as opposed to zapping and sucking away my energy. But let me talk a little bit about how that works, okay? So she's talking about, the question is, um, are you talking about from a guest, family, or self point of view? I'm going to just give you the answer and say that I'm talking about from a guest point of view. Because even though, you said that, um, you rarely have visitors. Okay. Um, and yes, if someone is coming, okay, so here it is. If someone is coming in the front door, I'll always focus on what they see, but I rarely have visitors. Um, I'm not going to assume everybody's life is exactly like mine, but I do know that I consistently, you know, hear from people who relate to this scenario right here, which is, okay, I'm pretty sure I, this is going on in my brain. I'm pretty sure I don't have anybody coming over, so I'm not going to worry about the front door and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to worry about that area because nobody's coming over. And then I can pretty much guarantee that's when someone does come over. And so, you know, I mean, it's that, it's that I, I don't have people dropping by my house all the time consistently, you know, oh, they just stop by, whatever. But they do. And it may not be all the time. But when they do, if I am, oh my goodness, you know, like completely embarrassed and also extra mad at myself because I felt like I had been cleaning all day and then they do happen to show up and it's awful or I do happen to get that call and I'm like, I've been cleaning all day and yet I still have to run around like a crazy person trying to throw stuff in somewhere. That's where I get really, really frustrated. Okay. So yes, I am talking about the guest point of view, um, but it doesn't end there. Okay. That's not where things, it's not like the guest point of view is the only thing because remember the goal here for me is to build momentum. It's to perpetuate that decluttering energy. So if I'm completely overwhelmed, 
I start with what people would see when they walk in through the front door. Okay. And I do that. And then maybe that's not, and I don't know what your house is set up like, but I do see that. Okay. I do see that area. Maybe I don't spend my vast huge amount of time in my entryway and dining room, but I see that. And when I see it, it makes me go, and it gives me more energy. So here's the key. I spend time doing that. Yes, that's time and effort and energy. But the next time I have time and effort and energy available to work, I go back to that same spot. But here's the beauty. It's that re-decluttering thing where it doesn't take me anywhere near as much time as it did that first time. Okay. And that was part of my problem before when I would wait for my house to turn into a project. Every time I cleaned up the dining room, it was, it was a project. And so I thought cleaning the dining room equaled hours and hours and hours. It's like everything. It's the dishes math. It's the laundry math. It's everything, how that works for me. It's, you know, because it was never consistent and I never even thought to go back into that room until it was a disaster again, then I didn't have any concept of how, okay, so I prioritize by visibility. I start in my entryway and dining room because that's what people are going to see. I prioritize. I work on that spot. Whew, I'm exhausted. Well, then the next time I have energy and time available, I go back to that spot and I work on it again, even though in my mind, I still struggle with this. I still think, do I really want to do that again? I'll never get to the rest. (laughs) Poor little me, whatever. Anyway, um, I go in there and I'm like, nope, I have to prioritize by visibility. And so I go in there and now what took me, you know, three hours the last time, even though thankfully it doesn't take me that long anymore, but what took three hours the first time because I did it, you know, four days ago, or even let's just be honest, a month ago, as opposed to the five months, maybe that the first time was, I'm only dealing with a month's worth of stuff. I made the hard decision. I put a lot of effort into it the first time. And this time it only takes me 15 minutes. And that's where it's like, oh, because everything is fairly new in there. It's not stuff that's just been stored because I dealt with that the first time. Am I making sense? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those who've been listening for a while, you may have heard me talk about how time is a container. It's a finite thing. And if I try to squeeze too much into the time that I have available, I get stressed and anxious. Therapy can be a place to talk through realistic priorities and goals, helping you deal with stress and anxiety when your days feel overwhelming. It's been great for me to talk through setting boundaries and improving coping skills with a therapist. BetterHelp is entirely online. That makes scheduling convenient and flexible. To get started, you just have to fill out a brief questionnaire that will match you with a licensed therapist. If needed, you can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. I am so excited to be working outdoors in my garden again. Fresh air and sunshine really do affect my mood. I'd rather spend more time outside and less time inside making dinner. 
That's why I love using Prep Dish. It helps me get our meals planned and prepped for the week. I receive a weekly meal plan in my inbox every Friday that fits my family's eating style. There are four to choose from. Each comes complete with recipes, a grocery list, and a detailed plan that walks me through a short prep session and sets me up for success for the coming week. Prep Dish's step-by-step meal prep plan only takes about an hour of prep each week, which I can work into my routine pretty easily. I can then get healthy homemade meals onto the table incredibly quickly throughout the week because the prep work is already done. If you're ready to free up some brain space, I've got great news for you. I got you two weeks free so you can try out the prep dish meal plans for yourself and see if they're a good fit for your family. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a two week free trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. You won't regret it. So if I had been storing a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be in my dining room, when I'm, you know, that's the first people thing people see when they enter my house. So I've got to deal with that. And if you go back and read my tackling the dining room post, which was one of the very first decluttering posts I wrote, you'll see there was stuff in there that I had to make huge decisions about. But the next time I did my dining room, There wasn't stuff that had just been stuck there and sat there and improperly stored there for years or months or whatever. It was just the stuff since the last time that I did it. So it didn't require that same decluttering energy. It didn't require as much time. It didn't require as much effort, as much emotional chargedness, all that kind of stuff. And so it goes so much faster. Okay. And then that time you, you feel like, and I like to say me instead of you. Anyway, I feel like, okay, I was thinking I was, I was dreading having to go back to the dining room and spending three hours in there again. And um, I'm done in there. It's only been 15 minutes, but I had kind of geared myself up to have three hours that I was going to work today. Well, so what do I do next? I go to the next visible space. Okay. That's my living room. So I go in there and okay, I put the effort and the energy into that. And then I've got two, my first two kind of main rooms in my house are decluttered. And we, you know, I've talked before about, you know, decluttering makes habits easier. And so then I do, you know, I survive with just my daily habits, just a five minute pickup almost every day, or if I'm rocking it every single day, um, I, I do that. And then it's like the next time I have that energy. Okay. And that energy comes more quickly because I've enjoyed living with less stuff and living with a cleaned up, you know, living room and, um, dining room. Then that energy comes back again. I have some time and I, and I so desperately want to skip those first two places and move to the next one and just go, you know what? Those places are so much better than they ever were before. (laughs) So I'm just going to go do this, except that's what I can't do. I have to start prioritized by visibility. I go back to the dining room. This time it takes me five minutes and I'm like, how in the world did I get this thing cleaned up in five minutes? This is crazy. Okay. And then I go to the living room and that takes me 15 minutes. And now I've got a chunk of time that was that project mentality time that I always waited for before. And I go work in the next room. Okay. The next most visible room, the space that people are going to see. And then eventually it just kind of works its way out. That is the ultimately 
the answer to, to the question, which I think is a very normal and logical question. And I completely understand it because it's something I've just had to work through. And it's because I had to learn how to maintain my progress. That was a big part of my problem. I would work really hard in one room and I felt like the rest of my house exploded while I was doing that. Okay. This is how I prevent that from happening. And that's the reason for the visibility rule. Go and start back. Now, I am still not perfect. We all know that, right? Okay. I am not podcasting because I have everything figured out. I am podcasting because I've accepted that it's helpful for people even to hear from somebody who hasn't figured it all out. Right. Okay. So just so we can understand that. Um, you know, I shared a couple, I guess it's been over a year now. Anyway, when my church changed things, we used to have a home group in our home. And, um, what that meant was, um, on Sunday nights, we would host a group of couples, you know, like, or didn't have to be couples, single people too. Um, anyway, a group of people that would come to our house, um, but there weren't any kids. They had kids stuff going on at the church. Well, then they changed things. Okay. So anyway, I loved doing that because it made me clean up my central visible areas first. Okay. It made every Sunday afternoon, we had to clean those up and it was like, Oh, I, it just having that was huge. Having something on my calendar that was a reason to have to do that and do it every single week made it so much easier. If we were off for three weeks because of holidays or people being out of town or whatever, it was like, Oh, the catching up was so hard, but I loved that. But I only did my spaces that adults would need to see. Well, right at the same time that I had my first book manuscript due, that my church changed it and they wanted to have the kids in the house, which meant that I would also have to have my kids' bedrooms clean. And I'll just admit it. That's when I stopped do, hosting a home group. I was like, I can't do this. I, I I couldn't. I just was like, that's too overwhelming to me right now. And you talked about something about, you know, your kids' rooms are crazy while the other thing is is working. I mean, is is getting focused. And here here's the other thing. Let me make sure I'm really clear here. Whatever you declutter is awesome. I mean, I'm not going to ever tell you that it's wrong that you decluttered your decluttered your garage. I mean, declutter your garage. If you have a whole entire day and the weather's beautiful outside, oh my goodness, go declutter the garage. But if we're talking about how to overall prioritize things, this is what I have found to work in my home. Okay. So I stopped doing a home group because I was, you know, just so overwhelmed with writing the book that I was just like, I can't add on also having to have my kids' rooms clean every single week. Well, um, you know, that went on and every, we do actually do host a group now, but we, it's for teenagers and we do it at the church anyway. But, um, we are now at a point where my kids' rooms are mostly clean. I'm not going to pretend like they're perfect on a regular basis. And, go back and listen. If you're going to be horrified by what I'm about to say, I have completely explained everything in previous podcasts and I have never hidden this from anybody. But anyway, so we have somebody who comes and cleans. She's actually here right now, which is a little bit odd because I'm in here (laughs) in my bedroom locked away. Um, but she started in September of this year and 
when she first came, I did not have her do any bedrooms. I, it was actually when I was, it was anyway, I wrote, I talked about it in a podcast, the realities of hiring a cleaner. Um, and just the truth about that experience. But, but here's, here's where the visibility rule goes is part of my goal in having her was to get to every last part of the house. Okay. That was, that was really what I wanted. But the first time that she came, I was very overwhelmed. I was making, um, promotional videos for the, for the book launch and, um, actually on the first day that she came. And so that was really a crazy time. And basically what I ended up doing is I had these little sticky notes that I put on certain doors. I put them on my kids' rooms doors. I was like, I can't do it. Now, let me just explain something that all summer last summer, my goal was to hire somebody to come in and clean. And that meant that I knew I had to have things purged and ready for somebody to come in to clean. Okay. Because not to burst your bubble, but somebody coming in to clean has absolutely nothing to do with what my house my health, with what my house looks like on a daily basis. Okay. It's the same things we talked about with the bare minimum cleaning plan last week. That bare minimum cleaning plan is what keeps a house looking neat and it's not actually cleaning. Okay. The daily pickup, that's not cleaning. It's been something interesting with my kids because, because we have to have the house completely, like completely picked up she comes twice a month or every other week, I guess she comes every other week and we have to have the house completely picked up. So we are booking it and my kids feel like they're getting ready for a huge guest to come over. So it's really helped them. Not that they would say that they understand this yet, but they keep asking me the same questions, but, um, like, why do we have to do all this? Isn't this? And I'm like, no, this is not cleaning. It helps them understand that. But anyway, my point is I had to get things ready for her to do that. So I was purging and purging and trying to get everything neat and set up so that it would be ready to have somebody just come in and clean. Cause that's all she does. She just comes in and cleans. So I started with the visible areas because I just wasn't completely ready. I was very overwhelmed with the book launch. And then little by little, you know, my daughter and I, we got her room just as purged down to the bones as we could possibly do, which we've done again since then, because that's life. Um, but I, we did that and eventually I let her do that one. I don't think I even had her do the kid's bathroom first, but you know, it was like, I kind of just little by little week, the weeks that she would come, I would say, okay, I'm, you know, I would open this door ready, whatever. So eventually we've gotten to where almost every time she comes, I'm ready for her to clean in every room. But it was the longest before she did my bedroom. Okay. Y'all know I have master bedroom struggles. That was the one that took me the longest, but it was kind of like, you know, let's do this and let's do this consistently. Okay. And here's the other thing too, is she spends the same amount of time now as she did before. Why? Because the first time she came, you know, it's the most work, but then the more consistent that you, she is, we are whatever, then the faster you can get through those spaces. Okay. I hope I'm making sense. Um, but that's ultimately what, ultimately what it comes down to is yes, go with visibility, but realize that the more often you start, then the quicker 
you're going to get through those first visible spaces. Okay. You're going to be able to go back through it. It's automatically re-decluttering is so much easier than decluttering. If decluttering is the issue here, you know, if clutter is the issue, then it's so much easier when you go back through it, even if it's been a year to go back through that space. But if the goal is to get it to where the whole house is, then you, that's how you kind of work your way from visible out, 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 out into the reaches. Make sense? Not that I let her go in my laundry room right now or the master bedroom closet or basically any closet. Um, you know, no, I'm sorry. I'm not even there yet. But it's little by little by little by little, I can open up, you know, another space that yes, I want the, um, you know, floor cleaned in here and that kind of stuff that she does. Does that make sense? All right. So I'm going to go back and read this question one more time for y'all, but also for my, so I can make sure. Okay. I remind myself of the visibility rule daily, but I've always wondered, do you mean visibility from a guest family or self point of view? I'm talking about from a guest. Actually, you prioritized it right there. Guest, family, self. Um, not that you can't, I mean, and like I said, if you, if your sock drawer is driving you bananas, don't say that you have to wait until the whole house is decluttered to deal with it. Go ahead and deal with it. Take five minutes. You know, I do my five minute Fridays and it's shocking to me how much I can get done in five minutes. Give yourself five minutes to deal with this thing that's making you crazy. Or maybe that's something that needs to be tackled as a daily habit instead of as a decluttering project, you know? And that's, you know, that's my thing. If you, if something makes you crazy, solve that problem today and then solve it again tomorrow before it's a problem again, solve it again every day for seven days until you figure out what works as a daily habit for you. Okay. That's how I developed my daily habits. Um, there are hidden problems that drive you nuts, but no one else in my family sees them. Um, yeah. If we're talking about the visibility rule, I answered it that way. But at the same time, if something's driving you nuts, go ahead and tackle it. I mean, because you don't need to be nuts, you know, I mean, go ahead and tackle that. But if you are doing, you know, major stuff, yes, start with what's visible. Does that make sense? I mean, do what you want to do, but take five minutes to, to deal with the thing that's driving you nuts and see if you can do that. But then if you're going to spend a ton of time or if you, you know, your goal is to get your whole house under control, yes, you need to start with what's visible. And when I say that, I'm saying that as somebody who that is something I have to repeat to my inside my head. I mean, like when I am going through the house and getting it ready for something or even just going, I've got to get things overall or even being ready for her to come and clean on, you know, every other Thursday. That's what I have to do. I have to go, okay, visibility, 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 blah, blah, you know, and it's like, even though I'm rushing through the house, I'm going according to visibility because that's the kind of stuff that I want to make sure gets done. And then it moves on out through the rest. Okay. All right. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I do want to remind you if you'd like to become a patron of this show, I would live that. Um, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. We actually have a private Facebook group that is a perk for those at the $5 a month level. Um, and it is a lot of fun in there. I am loving seeing everybody support one another. Um, it's just been a lot of fun. If you, um, if this is something that has really helped you and you feel like, um, you want to be a supporter of the show, it may be worth it for the perk of, you know, also having that completely secret, private, um, closed Facebook group that is, my promise is for it to be supportive. So I'm being very, um, cautious about that. So 
so far, everybody's been amazing. Um, okay. So I just want to make sure you know about that and, um, go get my book. If you don't have it, you can listen to it on audio. And, um, I also put up a, like a post that has detailed photos with circles and arrows and text explaining how to listen to a podcast. If you want to share that with somebody who wouldn't watch the video um, that I made. So, you know, just, you can send that. I will link to that in the show notes for this podcast number 127. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.